So so anyway, um, homosexuality is part of that. Now we'll get back to the to the actual Noahide laws. Again, they passed these under the radar. They passed them though it was unanimous consent, and that was a red flag. Clearly, when they do that with unanimous consent, they had no vote. Now, one of the um, one of the people who was there, and I try to remember his last name. His first name is Tom, and he he was rewarded. He was a, a congressman. He was rewarded by being uh, the president of the university, I, uh, the governor of Pennsylvania, the University of Pennsylvania during 9-11 when he covered up the uh, plane that went down uh, in Pennsylvania. He covered that up. And, and could, because there was no evidence of any human beings there, they took dogs in there, cadaver dogs, there was no luggage. The, the divot that was in the ground from a plane going down where there were no parts there, uh, the, the divot was like 10 by 10 for a jumbo jet to go down. Right. Uh, this clearly all a hoax, uh, fake. I mean, I'm not saying 9-11 was a fake. There were people who died in the Twin Towers, no doubt about that. But, um, but they weren't hit by airplanes. They weren't hit by airplanes. I have a picture of an airplane coming in to the Twin Towers and going clear through with the nose intact. It was clearly, it was clearly, um, um, you know, uh, computer generated with the plane going through. So this was a plan. They just planted those uh, um, bombs. Yeah, bombs in the building to to destroy it. So, but uh, I forget this name, man's name. But then he he became uh, the first head of Homeland Security. So he was rewarded all the way along the line for having done this. It wasn't Chertoff, was it? <laughs> I'll, I'll pull it up. Wasn't the name of the person Chertoff? No, that was that was uh, that was the Tom second. Tom Ridge. Tom yeah. Ridge. Okay. Tom, yeah. Tom Ridge. Tom Ridge. I think Chertoff was the second one. Okay. If if Chertoff was first, then Tom Ridge was second. So uh, the, he he got all sorts of rewards for his skullduggery by helping to pass this law. Tom Ridge. Yeah. Yeah. So he was the one. So that it's you know, if you start following these characters, they all show up here and there uh, with these these things that happen. Just like um, the woman who was the sort of the principal of Sandy Hook, mm -hmm. who died. And Sandy Hook actually showed up at the Boston bombing. These are crisis actors. Right. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, they're crisis actors. I knew. See, as a as a trauma surgeon. I knew that nobody died at Sandy Hook. I knew that. Nobody died at Sandy Hook. Sandy Hook was a total hoax because only a doctor can pronounce someone dead unless they're beheaded. Hmm. They didn't let any doctors or paramedics or anything into Sandy Hook. And they said they were going to leave the bodies in there over the weekend. Well, you don't ever do that. We don't ever do that. And then on top of that, later on, we found out that for the six prior years at the supposed Sandy Hook School that was attacked, there was no um, internet or no uh, no uh, computers in there. So it was it was actually a school that was uninhabited that was scheduled for demolition. There were no students going to that school at the time that Sandy Hook took place. It was a total hoax. And those children whose pictures are all shown about how they died there, well, those children actually 
the pictures are pictures of these children when they were much younger, and they were the ones who actually sang at the following Super Bowl. The ones who were supposedly killed in Sandy Hook. Oh, wow. I've seen so much, Dr. Day, as well, when I worked with the government and the cover-ups and the yeah, things they yeah. do, like so, you said. See, what they love to do, what Satan loves to do, is just rub it in your face. Yeah. They want to say, look, here, you are so stupid. Yeah. You boy, are so stupid that you can't even hear. We're putting it right in front of you. None of these children died. And I knew none died. They kept the ambulance way away. And then, then they said they were going to take their bodies out on Sunday. Well, they took them out on Saturday night under dark of or Tenny. Or Tenny. All right. And I also knew in the Boston bombing that nobody it was maimed in the Boston bombing. It was a smoke bomb. And I have a picture on my website at goodnewsaboutgod.com where I talk about false flag operations. I have a picture of them where they were positioning the people who were supposedly being injured before there was any blood anywhere. All right. And then they put the blood out, which was bright reddish orange, which is not how blood looks when it's on the ground. I know how blood looks. Uh, and so... And then they had one man who supposedly had both of his legs blown off, and they brought him through the crowd in a wheelchair. Well, if you've had both of your legs blown off, if you sit that patient up, they'll die because they don't have enough blood. They took him through the, through the crowd not only once but twice for a photo op. Okay? Crisis actors. They were, they, these were people who lost their legs like in Vietnam or wherever, you know, Afghanistan. And then they just put prostheses on them, just the way they, they make these uh, um, movies. It's calamities in the movies. Yeah. It's the same way, you see. So now in the 9-11, in, in people did die. But not in the Boston bombing and not in Sandy Hook. I knew. I'm a trauma surgeon. I know they didn't die because it doesn't work that way. So, so anyway, these are all, and, and the reason that they have things like Sandy Hook is because they want to confiscate the guns, because the people at the top are afraid, because there's guns all over the place, and if people find out that they're being destroyed by this, they're going to come out with guns blazing, so they're afraid, they want to take away the guns, so they have one uh, hoax gun incident after another, after another, after another, to get the population to say, well, hey, let's take away the guns. Well, you know, guns don't people do. And most of these are hoaxes put on by the FBI or the CIA in order to scare people and make them willing to give up their guns. Now, I personally don't have guns, and I'm willing to say this uh, publicly because I depend on the Lord. I don't believe in killing people. Jesus did not kill his, the people who were killing him. But I uphold every person's right in America to have a gun because the Constitution says that, even though I don't. Uh, but uh, this is people are so naive and they do not know what's going on. It is just so sad. It pains us too, Dr. Day. They don't know what's going on and we are working tirelessly to expose it now. And we have admitted we have been Zanits and, and we came out and said we are sorry, we didn't know, we simply didn't right. know. But as soon as we found out, we're coming to you and we're right. trying to warn you that what is going on, especially with these Noahide laws, and I want to get back to that. Before them, we do that, but, real quick, because yeah. we're mentioning the guns here. I think this is very important to mention, Dr. Day, as well, just for your knowledge. 
uh, and I don't remember which year it was, it was about seven years ago when Obama was president, I was invited to Washington, D.C. in a secret meeting with one of his uh, 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 Secret Service agents that served even under uh, Bush Jr. And well, it's not Jr., but uh, the second yeah. son Bush. And uh, he was explaining to me then how that um, he said, we're trying, he said, the government is trying to do something to get the nation to rile up in some kind of a riot in order to disarm the nation. He said, the United Nations. Uh, he showed me the letter that was sent to Obama, uh, you know, demanding what is he going to do to disarm the nation. And he mentioned at that time, he said, you remember, Steve, what happened um, uh, over in uh, Tanzania, uh, Tunisia, I always say that Tunisia. name wrong. Tunisia, yeah. Tunisia. He said, where the man set himself on fire, and he said, of course, the people rioted, we got the riot going there. He said, we did that using brain to skull technology. And he said, we tried it here in D.C. He said, with the black man that set himself on fire in front of the, uh, the Washington Mall, and also the black lady that rammed the gate and they shot and killed her. He said, but you can't get them to rile up. But when all these school shootings really begin to go, especially even down here in South Florida, one of the students, Yana, spoke with him privately, and he said, I, he said, I have to let it settle down because I'm under a lot of threats right now for exposing it. Mm -hmm. He said, but no, there were multiple shooters. And, and I really believe that even that young man that they accused of shooting, they may have used brain to skull technology with him because he never said he was hearing voices. He, he said, he said, I had hear, or I think he said, I heard voices in my head, which is what I believe this technology does. So the yeah. government's admitting that they're doing this secretly. Right. And you know, the only way you can counteract that is to know Jesus Christ. And that that does not mean to be a member of a church. The churches don't right. know what's going on. The churches don't know. And besides that, and in this new book I'm writing called Who Started the Organized Church? It Wasn't God. All right. And a very controversial title. But as I say, and the subtitle is Nobody went to church for the first 4,000 years of human history. Then what happened? All right. So I talk about how the church got started. But the pastors have been taken on by the government mm -hmm. as paid agents yeah, to keep right. the people calm when things really hit the fan. Yes. And to tell them, you obey your government. Well, we're to obey our government, but not by disobeying God. You know, you obey the government if you are not disobeying God. 501c3, right. rapid response teams, uh, all clergy of that. Response clergy response teams. Clergy response teams, all of that. And they uh, launder drug money, many of the yes, big ones. Yes, a lot did. of them we are infiltrated, and mostly now the Hebrew Roots Movement infiltrated by uh, Judaic, uh, you know, by Zionists who are trying to deny. Like I said, the Christian... Most of the Christian church is way asleep, okay? They don't want to hear nothing about trouble coming. They don't want to hear nothing about um, tribulation. They don't want to hear nothing about persecution. They think Jesus is going to rapture them out of here before that happens. That is a lie. And a lot of them are going to fall away. And this is how it's going to be done. Because they trust too much in politicians and leaders, okay? It's a sad sight, but very few are going to heaven. I first apostle Paul and denying Jesus Christ and a lot of ex-Christians 
are turning to Noahide laws now, which is a huge movement across the planet, especially in Philippines, but in Bible Belt. Dr. Lorraine Day, I would like for you to speak about, you know about that Noahide law that they are supposed to create these uh, centers for justice, courts for justice. Can you talk more about that? Because they're getting them, a lot of Noahides are getting educated in Israel by Sanhedrin in Jerusalem to be Noahide judges. Yes. Well, the thing is that, that let's say first, that Christians are embracing the very people who want them dead. Yes. And they understand it. They are embracing the Jews as the chosen people. We've got to, we've got to support the Jews in Israel as they genocide the Palestinians, as they get the Ethiopian Jews out of the country because they don't want black Jews. All right, and they and they they don't want black Jews, but the but the Jews like George Soros and and all those people are bringing uh, a lot of Islam. Islamic people and and blacks into this country, but they won't have any in theirs. All right, they're big hypocrites, total hypocrites. And so, um, yes, they this is all part of that. And the Christian churches, particularly the evangelicals and the Southern Baptists, are embracing the Jews as God's chosen people. Well, what does the Bible say? That is true. I mean, even in the Old Testament, God raised up prophets to call out Israel's hypocrisy. And unfortunately, it cost them their lives. But the, the Christian church is not doing that. You're just giving them money, giving them money, giving them money. And Israel's government is doing worse and worse and worse. I remember a story um, years ago about, you know, an Israeli medic was going from from uh, Muslim mosque to Muslim mosque. And they were he was just shooting up the Muslim mosque. And then the gun jammed in one mosque and the survivor, the, the, those who could still stand overpowered that Israeli medic and took him out. Till this day in Israel, he's, that Israeli medic who murdered Muslims is looked upon as a hero to this day. The Israeli government tried to cover up that incident, but it got out to the world. And that Israeli medic was brainwashed by the Talmud that says Gentiles are, are, are just cattle, that you could hurt, hurt them, you could harm them. It's okay. But the Christian church is not calling them out. And unfortunately, the satanic Jews have had so much power that if you even dare to do so, especially when you call them out in the fact that they're harboring pedophiles from other countries, You'll be called anti-Semitic. About who Abraham's heirs are. In Galatians, it says that Abraham's heir, his seed, is not many, but one. And that is Jesus Christ. Abraham's descendants are Christians, not Jews. Well, it says that his Jews descendants believe in Jesus, who believe in Yeshua, the part of the tree, you know, uh, everybody has to come in to be fed with the root, which is Christ, and that's the true Israel of God. Right. That's the true Israel. Again, God doesn't, see, see, the word Jew actually doesn't appear in the Bible anywhere. If you look in Strong's Concordance and you look in the interlinear Bible, you will see the word is always Judean or Udean. 
I-U-D-E-A-N. Well, that does not mean an ethnicity. There were the Judeans and there were the nations. The nations, the Bible defines the nations as those who know not God. These were the heathen, the pagans, the ones who worshipped many gods of steel and, and pottery and everything else, all right? And then there were the Judeans who worshipped the true God, not very well, but those were the ones who really went to the synagogue. See, Abraham was called a Hebrew, which does not mean Jew. It means to cross over. You look it up in Strong's and Corinth. It means to cross over. Abraham not only crossed over the Euphrates River from Babylon to Canaan, uh, which was a major dividing geographical uh, river at that time, but he crossed over from paganism to worshiping the true God. All right. So he became a Hebrew because Christ hadn't been born yet. So there were no Christians because it was Christ that had to be born first. So there were Hebrews. But then when they set up the temple, those who worshiped the true God in the temple, which was in Jerusalem in Judea, were called Judeans. That was a form of worship, not an ethnicity. The nations were those, the word Gentiles doesn't appear in the Bible anywhere. It's been written in by the translators. The word is always nations or heathen or pagan. And those were those who did not know the true God versus those who did. So the Judeans versus the nations only applied to who they worshipped. It was not an ethnicity. It was not a race. As I said, God only cares if you're for him or against him. He doesn't care if you're black or white or pink or red or yellow. He doesn't care. Right. Like, let us, uh, you know, come back to the scripture, which is God is no respecter of persons, but in every nation, he loves all those who love him and worship him. Job today, can I go back to Noahide laws? Because this is what we are like uh, in our Wednesday chats, we are exposing them. So I want to make it real for the people. People have a hard time understanding that these laws are in United States law system, that it's real, that they're questioning it. They cannot wrap it around their brains. You know, they're like, how can that be? We have Trump in a house now. He is against the new world order. Can you tell us about Jared Kushner being Chabad Lubavitch? Can you tell us about how Trump is taking us actually to these Noahide laws? Every single year, like last year and this year, 27th of March, he's going to meet with Chabad Jews and again sign the declaration on a Shirson birthday. So can you please talk about, make it really real. You are a wife of a congressman when it all happened. It's real. It's our United States laws. So can you please just talk about this a lot? The, the reason that there is so much anger against Trump, we have every reason to believe Trump is Jewish as well. His uh, family name was Drumpf, D-R-U-M-P-F. Yes. Yes. So he is probably a Jew, but he's a nationalist Jew. And I do believe that he wanted to make America great again. And it's the globalist Jews like the Rothschilds and the Warbirds and the Schiffs and the and the Al Gores and the even Bushes. It, it, there's a lot of evidence that the Bushes are Jews as well. And of course, we've had many Jewish presidents. Franklin Delano Roosevelt was a Jew. Uh, his name was Rosenvelt and they changed it. So he was a Jew. And uh, and then um, uh, Obama is a Jew. Obama's mother was Jewish. And they hate Obama because his mother, a Jew, uh, had a child by a black man. So they hate him, but they're using him. All right. So so uh, the, the Noahide laws and the justice system that they're setting up will be mainly to eliminate everybody except 
these high-level Jews, the elitist Jews who are doing this. And the UN was set up by the Jews. The yes. UN is controlled by the Jews. That's why all of these edicts that come out from the UN saying, oh, Israel's doing bad things to the Palestinians, they do it over and over again, but nothing ever happens. Mm -hmm. You see, so they play both sides of the card. And so they're setting up the law, even Sharia law. The Jews are using the Muslims mm -hmm. to kill mm -hmm. Christians. While the Jews sit back behind the scenes, rubbing their hands together, while the Muslims and Christians kill each other. And that's why they're bringing all these Muslims yes. in. But the Jews are behind it all. The Jews own the Catholic Church. The Jews are, George Soros is paying for these caravans to come in. And all of these elitist Jews, and there, there are some cities that are actually setting up Sharia law. Well, the Sharia law is to kill Gentiles. Isn't that, Sharia law basically like Noahide law because they're the same, the you know beheading of Christians. It's, uh, yeah, beheading of Christians, mm -hmm. and they'll take your and cut your hands off if you steal and things like that. But you know the other thing, uh, Saudi Arabia does this, and most people do not know that the Wahhabi dynasty, which runs Saudi Arabia, is Jewish. They are Jewish. Saudi. That's why we have said the United States has a close relationship with Saudi Arabia. You think, well, they're Arabs. How come we have this? Because the Wahhabi dynasty that runs Saudi Arabia are actually crypto Jews. Yes, and they're heard this. part of the new world order. And so they are the most ruthless group. And they are doing this to their people uh, because they they it's all part again of population extermination and so they it is the jews who are bringing in the muslims who to fight the christians and to destroy them to rape them to kill them and all that and the christians are going to be doing the same thing to the um the muslims there so there's going to be civil war and the jews are going to be behind the scenes rubbing their hands together clapping because they have arranged it we spoke about this. They look at it as yes, the, it it's a they look at it as very Jewish ethic values and Jewish ethic values come from the Talmud and it takes a lot for a Jewish person to separate from that and see the truth and you know we have a lot of uh, Jews in Israel who are believers in Yeshua the Messiah and hated they, by the government they are persecuted hated there and they actually came out of that system and they love their gentile brothers so let's not forget about these people but uh yeah as you mentioned talmud and i have given a lot of talks on talmud because i have studied it can you tell us some teachings in a talmud just to kind of confirm my well of all, it says even the best of all the gentiles should all be killed yes uh, secondly, it says that a man can have sex with a three-year-old girl and it is nothing like poking a finger in her eye or virginity. They call that designated bondmaids. What I can't understand is the fact that uh, how could a... Uh, <clears throat> how could women be okay with that, hearing that? A Jewish woman, how could she be okay with hearing that? In a synagogue, being taught. How could she be okay with her husband knowing the Talmud and thinking that's okay? Why doesn't it register to leave Judaism once you hear about the Talmud? That's what I'd like to know. Just out of curiosity. When you hear about these things, why doesn't that make you run to the hills and not have anything to do with Judaism altogether? 
Infinity Returns. Uh, it talks about pedophilia with young boys. It talks about how a, um, a, a doctor is not allowed to get a Gentile, a Jewish doctor is not allowed to get a Gentile well. Mm -hmm. Remember when I talked to you about uh, that Israeli medic that was going from mosque to mosque killing uh, Muslims and mosques? Uh, there was also the fact that he that he also let a Palestinian boy bleed out insane less the Gentiles are still enough in control in that country where the Jewish doctor would be at risk and I could tell you uh, if we have time at the end I can tell you how they're eliminating all doctors now and there will only be Jewish doctors in New York and maybe in Los Angeles and However, what do you think uh, if Christians in this country really woken up, or a majority of Christians, and we have demanded that they remove these laws from Education Day USA, Share Education Sharing Day, do you think that we could achieve something? No, no. And here's the reason why. And, I, and I'm not a naysayer, but the Bible tells us it's all going to happen. The Bible tells us in Daniel and Revelation, this is all going to happen. I learned this when I was a child growing up because my father was a big student of the Bible. And I have become a major student of the Bible. Daniel and Revelation tells us that this is going to happen. That Satan will rule, the first beast of Revelation 13 will rule for three and a half years. Not seven years, three and a half years. 1260 days, 42 months, that's three and a half years. That he will rule and he will rule and there will be many Christians martyred many, many Christians martyred. And it says if God did not cut the time short, there would be no, no one living alive on the earth who worshiped God. So he's got to protect some, he's got to protect some truth tellers. People say, well, you know, if they're after you, why are you still alive? Well, God's not going to, you know, maybe, maybe my time will be up sometime and he'll let him cut my head off. Uh, but the whole point is God's going to have some people who are telling the truth. He's not going to let them all be eliminated from the earth uh, until, the, until you know, he comes and he takes uh, the, the righteous to be with him. But in the meantime, there's going to be people say, oh, I just want Jesus to come. I just want Jesus to come. They're sort of like Jesus groupies. There's going to be a lot of hard times before that happens. There's going to be a lot. Yes. And this is the beginning of it. 2019 is really the beginning of the end. We're not going to see Jesus had no Jesus had no success with groups. He had no success with groups. He fed the 5,000 plus women and children, which is 15,000 at least. He fed the 4,000 plus women and children. That's a total of those two groups together, 27,000 people. All right, what did they want to do? They wanted to make him king so he could give them free food and get rid of the Romans. All right? He had to escape in a boat across Galilee. All right? So, and where were all those people when he was being crucified? They were yelling, crucify him. Or they left him, you know. Or they yeah. left him. How many were with Jesus when he was being crucified at the most difficult time of his life on earth? There were five. And John. All of his, all of his best buddies, all of his best buddies except John left him. Yeah. They ran yeah. for their lives. So there was John and Jesus' mother, yes. Mary Magdalene, and two other women. That was it. Here's the creator of the universe. Mm -hmm. So we are going down. People say, well, you know, can't we turn this around? The Bible says we're not going to. This is the beginning of the end. Yeah. And so, and so what we, but that doesn't mean that we shouldn't try to tell people 
I don't have to stop trying to tell people because there will be a little flock who will listen. Right. But, but remember, when Jesus was on earth, how many how many were with him at the end? Not very many. Right. All right? Yeah. So, so, but but God does open the minds here and there of various people, and that's what we that's what our mission is to tell them. Uh, you know, Jesus said to the Pharisees, "You know when it's going to be a good weather tomorrow and or good weather tonight, but you don't know the signs of the times." And the Christians don't know the signs of the that's times. Right. It's all coming down. This is in Revelation 13, Revelation 16, Revelation 17. By the way, the first see that we've got the seals and the trumpets and the plagues, which are the prophecies in Revelation. The seals, all of these bad things, famine and war and all, involve a fourth of the earth. The trumpets involve a third of the earth, slightly larger. All right, so all those things, famines and wars and horrible things that are going on, it has to involve a fourth of the earth already. So we are at least at the trumpets. I mean, at the seals, we may be at the trumpets. And then the plagues will involve the whole earth. Do you know what the first plague is? It calls by in Revelation 16, it talks about a grievous sore. Do you know what that word really means? You look in the Greek, it says a malignant ulcer. It could easily be cancer. In 1900, only 3% of Americans had cancer. By 1988, because of lifestyle changes and eating a whole lot more bad stuff and, and more stress and all that, it was 33%. Now it's well over 50%. Yeah. And you know, this is why, because of your knowledge of these things, I want to bring you on again about natural cures, but I think they're over limit right now about Noahide laws in the United States law system. And here we had Dr. Lorraine Day, wife of a, for, of a former congressman who was right there when they were passed. And I want to thank you, Dr. Lorraine Day, for today. We truly appreciate it.